Hello, and welcome to QSEC to the Future. We're your hosts. My name is Grace. My name is John. And we are here to talk about our love for John Cusack. One movie at a time. Yeah, one movie at a time, one heist at a time, one holiday at a time. Yeah. Because for today's episode, we are talking about... I almost said frozen ground. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, they're both cold. Ice harvest the right? ice harvest the ice harvest yeah which is available on peacock? Uh, nbc's peacock which is the new streaming platform that uh nbc launched it's free um there is a free version where you just have ads and whatnot but it's there um if you wanted to watch that yeah and uh, this is not sponsored by them we just want to make sure that you are able to watch these movies safely without downloading things so <laughs> yeah without putting viruses into your computer like yeah. uh, i did Oi. um we're not uh, it's fine it's an old computer <laughs> it'll make it um, oh, no. but yeah we're not sponsored by peacock yeah. yet so nbc peacock if you want to listen uh, sub- uh, sponsor a podcast that has money. at least nine viewers it up send us money yeah because if you do sponsor us we won't have to push our merch as hard as we have been which is still available on our teespring which is yeah. such classics like uh i'm a plant bitch now and sit better poo gentle uh so if you want uh i wish there was a more elegant way for me to tell you how to get it but go to our instagram and then there's a link tree and then from that link tree you can buy the merch so you should do that. Stay warm this holiday season, guys. Yeah. Also, buy it for someone. Buy it for your friends. Buy it for your enemies. Who cares? Just buy one if you want. Buy it for people. Um, yeah. Buy it for yeah. me because I still don't have it. I don't have one either. <laughs> <laughs> but I assure you, it's good quality. It's the um, best. It's the best. <laughs> um, so that's one of three ads that will be coming for this episode. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, we're like, talking about ice age. Ice age, God damn it! <laughs> the ice, ice harvest. harvest. The ice harvest. Which also, um, like the title and the movie, don't. Connect it doesn't make sense. None me. of this movie makes sense to me. Yeah, no, the, I, I think that's the, the one of the biggest things when I was watching it. I was like confused about it mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just in general. Okay, and remember, like, we are really good with geography on this place, so I was like, where the fuck is Wichita? (laughs) (laughs) Right? And there's a phrase that keeps popping up on, like, it's in Sharpie on the walls within this movie, right? Like, it shows up in various places. And the phrase is, like, as Wichita Wichita falls, so falls Wichita falls. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I looked up where Wichita was, and that was Kansas. And then I looked up where Wichita Falls was, and that was Texas. So I still don't know where the fuck this movie is. Yeah, or <laughs> what that means. Yeah, like, I don't, I, yeah, this phrase makes no sense to me, right? Because I was like, yeah. okay. Um, but anyways, like, the whole premise of the movie is that John Cusack plays Charlie, who is a crooked lawyer, or what they keep saying in the movie, a mob lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. Um and he is in cahoots with Billy Bob Thornton? Yes. A character named Vic. And I didn't know what Vic did, but you know what Vic does, 
when I looked it up, it said he was a pornographer or he ran strip club. Like there was different things when I looked it up. So he okay. does stuff. Okay, so he does some what people sex would stuff. consider yeah. seedy things, right? Yeah. But sex he's involved in the sex worker industry. Yeah. Um but they partner up and they steal two million plus dollars from mm-hmm. Um, the mob guy the mob boss right yeah um and it and it's basically like what happens to them after they steal the money Mm -hmm. and i have to say two things number one the movie opens with them with with them immediately stealing the money Mm -hmm. and not going their separate ways Mm -hmm. so or no no that's wrong splitting the money and then going their separate ways no um billy bob holds on to it for some reason yeah and then they still stay in their town. Because mm-hmm. it's Christmas Eve. And yeah. they thought it was a good idea to not leave town. I guess. like. But why? Yeah. Like people are going to know. <laughs> two million dollars is gone and two dudes are gone. Like that. Like I don't understand. matter. And yeah. also, surprise, it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it. Because like in all the other heist movies, like Oceans, all of them. Yeah. The second that the heist is over, they take their money. They, they they do their moment of like, it was cool working with you. This was an experience. See you till next time. I'm a bounce and disappear. They mm. don't do that. They nope. don't even split the money. Like they get, yeah. They're like, like trust. Yeah. Like Cusack goes for the pouch and then goes, oh, never mind. Do you want to take care of it? And the other guy's like, well, you know, can you protect two million dollars? And he's like, oh no, then it should be you. And I was like. Bro, oh. like, are you running away together? Like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, and they're like, we're going to meet up at, like, 2 a.m., and then we're going to go here and then drive away from there. I was like, why? So complicated. Yeah. So many more points for this plan to fall apart. Yeah, just split the money and bounce. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So I was confused about – that was the first point I was confused about, and I was like, whoa, what just happened? And number two, I was so confused by the amount of – tits and ass in the first five minutes (laughs) i have never seen like it was like game of thrones in the first five minutes it was just like hey there's boobs hey there's a whole ass hey there's full frontal bush great thanks what the fuck is this movie in the most well-lit strip club i have ever seen i was was like is this a hot like a christmas treat for everyone that you like this like you were about to do office work or read a novel in a strip club because there's a lot of light in here yeah like the outside looked all dingy so it's supposed to look like a dive bar slash pole dancing place yeah you go inside it's fucking immaculate not saying that all you know strip clubs are dirty but it's like but we have an, our our minds like our our minds image of what a strip club is because like I haven't been to a lot of strip clubs but the <laughs> ones that I have gone to is not that nice. Yeah, you know? and and for me like the one strip club I've gone to is the Olympic Gardens in Vegas, which is like the strip club of strip clubs, right? So it's like super bougie, but it's still dark as fuck. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, wow, though. this is. What's the strip club you went to? Olympic Gardens. That sounds fantastic. Not that I'm inquiring to go someday. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you said bougiest of the bougiest. I'm well, like, it's supposed to be that... the best of the best, right? Like, it's a two-story, like, bottom is women, top is men. And so it's, like, co-op? Co- Wait, so 
how, what made it fancy? Like I don't I know we were like let's let's talk it about the movie like, and no, then because it's like about... a really like top forty club, but inside it's just like naked people. Naked people. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Like I don't know because I've gone there for twice. I've gone there twice. Once for my friend's twenty first, and she was the youngest out of all of us. And she goes, "I want to go to strip club." And I was like, "All right, cool." Apparently, OG is supposed to be really good. Mm-hmm. So we went there, and then I was just like, "All right, cool." Not into this. And the second time it was a bachelorette party. And I'm like, is there any other strip clubs on Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> like, why is this the only place I'm going to? And yeah. again, like, I'm not super interested in, like, gyrating men around me. So yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> awesome. Great. Yeah. But, like, it it was nice. And, you know, like albeit like in the in the movies whenever you see a strip club it's always like in the seedy part of town or whatever fuck. yeah right but i mean yeah like like you said it was like super well lit it was all of these things and in, in my head i'm like that's not how i remember strip clubs but sure yeah. and like just how because it was it was alarming to me because i would like like it would, jo- it would show John Cusack, and then all of a sudden there was this topless woman who was talking to him, and I was like, "Cool!" And then like the next scene is like some assless or some <laughs> assless, <laughs> some woman in like oh, no. assless chaps or something. Yeah, like in at like like her full butt is just out, and I was just like, oh, "Okay." And then the next thing is like completely naked woman doing pole stuff, and I was like, "That is just there's no." warning i guess where i was like whoa what's going on yeah and i and again in those scenes i still had no idea what was going on i was like is he going to the strip club to celebrate that he has two million dollars but he doesn't have money Mm -hmm. or like what is he doing and then you find out like he he, conducts business here yeah he's a lawyer who conducts business there but he just goes and there's three different strip clubs right so he goes to all of them yeah i don't know why on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, I was just, you know, he's just making his rounds. He's, but he's not even conducting business. Like, he goes there to drink and say hi. Yeah. And but like, he's there he... a lot that everyone knows who he is. Maybe because oh, it, yeah. it's the mob boss's strip club. So maybe he does uh, work for him. I, I don't know what lawyer work needs to be done at a strip club every day. <laughs> well, no, because like sometimes like a lot of business is actually done at strip clubs. Hmm, okay yeah like that's why like <laughs> san francisco downtown like the strip clubs there you always see businessmen oh i thought that was just like businessmen being like no because like number one weird. it's it's um it's a place that you can't really i don't know if that's true anymore but you can't really record in there mm. so like if business deals are going down like no one can really document it interesting um, and also like lunch is really really fucking cheap so you can get a really cheap lunch and then just be, you know. So like a lot of a lot of business meetings can happen this, there in the corporate world, which is really weird. This is something I've never thought about. <laughs> <laughs> like the last 10 minutes, this is the most I've ever thought about strip clubs. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, while you're talking about like the plot and how you felt of just like the 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 bizarre lead into him, like just strip clubs naked people and him going to three different strip clubs yeah. i've been googling the olympic 
fucking what's it? Olympic Garden? <laughs> Olympic Olympic Gardens? Why are you looking at it? I want to see what it looks like inside. <laughs> John. <laughs> I mean, it does look fancy. It does look like the hotel lobby, but then there's like poles and like a lot of it looks like a YouTuber's uh, room. Yeah. No, it's very like there's furniture, there's lights. Um, it it looks like a a, a streamer's room. Yeah. No, it's it's very like fancy. It's like again compared to the other strip clubs that I've been to, which is not many, but this does look fancy or nicer yeah. than the it ones. Looks, yeah, like it looks like VIP booths all over. Yeah, that's basically what it feels like. Um, and so, <laughs> <laughs> just saying, I want to be completely honest with you and our listeners. I've been googling strip clubs for the last three oh, minutes. No. Um, also, no. while I'm being completely honest, uh, my dog Roxy is in the room right now and she's oh, sleeping. So if you hear random snoring, it's not me. I promise. It's my <laughs> dog Roxy. <laughs> is she doing better today? Yeah, she's doing better. Yesterday when we tried, because this is our second time trying to record, yeah. um, technical difficulties again. But yesterday she is, uh, in quite the mood. Uh, now she's much better. She's just a lot nappier. Like, well, not nappier, like, like nappy. She wants to take naps. Nap, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, that's Roxy's uh, current state. Now she's just napping. Yeah. But uh, back to the strip clubs. Um. Yeah. So, and and the reason I know that business gets conducted there is because one of uh, <laughs> one of my college classmates, mm-hmm. or back when I was in my hometown, um. She used to, uh, she didn't dance, but she served at, like, one of the clubs in San Francisco. And she said, like, during the day, during the lunch, like, business meetings would be conducted. because Again, because it's cheap lunch and yeah, no, no one can really listen in, right? But I was like, oh, I guess that would make sense. That's interesting, man. Right? And, like, um, when I was part of my teaching group, like, we used to... Um, one of my friends would always joke, like, hey, if you want really good 25-cent chicken wings. Really? It's that cheap? They're cheap. Yeah. Yo, I'm going to start having my business meetings there. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what business I need to, needs to get done, but for 25-cent wings. Dude, you used to, you used to work fairly near a bunch of them i feel like i know and now i'm so mad that i've wasted so many days on lunch (laughs) fucking paying for expensive food downtown where i could have just been feasting on 25 cent wings god damn it (laughs) yeah because you were you were near broadway yeah god damn it right there (laughs) yeah man (laughs) no but anyways back to the movie strip clubs Again, yeah. like, I didn't know if he was, was it just a goodbye tour where he was just being nice to, like, people? Because he would go into the strip clubs and, like, buy everyone rounds or, like, pay for someone's stage time or do all these things. Because, again, it's Christmas Eve and, like, the women definitely don't want to be there on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Right? Like, and so he's like, I'll pay double for you to go up there so you feel like blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that was confusing to me. And then, like, you didn't see the strip, the strip clubs. For me, a whole like, lot after that, so I was, I was distracted at that beginning part. Like, 
I too was alarmed by the 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 the, the nudity. Um, it's just on my end, I was very distracted, so it literally for me the things played out as uh, John Cusack and Billy Bob in a car being like, "We have the money, let's meet up later tonight." I was like, "Okay." I look down on my phone. I see that uh, the McRib is back, so I I, <laughs> I become very distracted and uh, very uh, uh, focused on attaining the McRib, and I don't have uh, a car, a functioning car right now. So I was like, "I'll DoorDash um, the McRib and I'll eat it and enjoy it throughout this movie." So I, I order it. I was Go ahead. Say, like I've never had the McRib, so. This was my first time, and I was very like, and it's one of those things that everyone talks about and gets yeah, very been excited. Forever, right? Yeah, it comes back like at a certain time, certain every time. years or some shit. Yeah, so I was very excited. It's like awesome. Uh, I was like McRib and Cusack. So I, or, <laughs> I I order my McRib, and then for whatever reason, I checked. I was like 10, 20 minutes in. I, I try and place it so like by the time the the food gets here, the movie starts because I love eating while watching things. So <laughs> point, like ten minutes in, I was like, "Where's my food?" And then I look at the app. And it's, it shows the dude picking up my food at the mall like 10 minutes away from me. And then he drives onto the freeway opposite my house. And I'm like, where's he going? And then he like passes by the mission. He passes by 3rd Street. I'm like, where the fuck is this guy going with my McRib? And then Hello? he gets to Brisbane and then he just stops and he doesn't move for like 10 minutes. Okay. I'm like, like do they not know that my McRib. Yeah. Do they not know they're being tracked? I don't know. So I messaged him and I was like, dude, where, where's my food? And at this point, it's like 30, 40 minutes in. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is my food? You could have walked then, to McDonald's and back. I, yeah. So I, I started getting hungry. I was like, I haven't eaten all day. So I, I like I call uh, DoorDash or Postmates. It takes them like 30 minutes to cancel my order. And then I reorder. And then I was like, fine, finally, the McRib is fucking kind coming back or coming my way finally. Yeah. And then that's when I look up to the screen. I was like, whoa, that lady's really naked. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, what's happening? <laughs> I was like, a heist movie? And then this guy heisted my McRib. And then now there's a naked oh, person. What's no. happening? <laughs> so I was very confused for big chunk of this movie up front and then i was like maybe i should bring it back and start over but then i didn't want to so i just continued confused i think there was no information in the beginning that really needed to be there yeah it was just like hey here's an excuse for it to just show a bunch of boobs yeah you know and i think like the biggest it was just confusing because it was like okay they have the money and i am supposing like this is the 12 hours after the heist if you want to call it a heist because literally he just goes into a place puts money in a bag and leaves yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry so by that standard every doordash driver is performing a heist (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna cough okay I'll talk and pretend that I'm saying things so you guys don't hear Grace's cough. Uh, The McRib, Strip Clubs, The Olympic Garden, John Cusack, Billy Bob Thornton. Okay, 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 I'm back. All right. I just muted the mic. I'm sorry, I coughed right into the mic too. Please cut that out. (laughs) Jesus Christ. No, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, it's like, it's, there was... I still don't quite understand what they were trying to do in the beginning with the strip clubs, but that happens. And then I guess like the biggest thing that you get out of that is that he likes 
a strip club manager. Mm-hmm. Right? And she just acts weird. Like, she, the way that they set it up, it looks like all femme fatale. Because she mm-hmm. comes in with this, like, business suit, but, like, neg- sexy business suit. Well, just, it's a business suit. What makes it oh. sexy is that she's wearing, like, lingerie underneath it. Oh, okay. Right? She has, like, a slip shirt. And and so I was like, are you wearing your half slip underneath your, your happy <laughs> slip underneath your jacket? I was like, the fuck it's, is the domicile right there? Yeah, it's Christmas. Aren't you cold? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, she comes in with like the, what is this, like the 90s? Mm-hmm. Right? She uh, 2000s. In, 2000s. So yeah. like the miniskirt, the miniskirt suit, right? Yeah. And she's like trying to be all smoky and like noirish and like anytime in the like later on whenever she was talking to john on the phone they did that weird like light strip across her eyes to make it look like more noirish mm-hmm. and i was like something's up with this bitch yeah yeah but I, i'm again like the whole movie kind of didn't get better from that point on <laughs> <laughs> you're like needed more strippers <laughs> How dare you start with strippers and then lose the strippers? <laughs> well, I was like, I don't understand the pathing of this movie, right? So he's at the strip club and he goes to three different ones. Yeah. And there's kind of this like side mission he has to do, right? This whole movie is side missions. And I think that's my thing. And then none of it matters. Like there's the yeah. Wichita Falls, so does Falls Wichita thing. <laughs> there's a fucking storyline with the the strip club manager having sex with a councilman there's a a a plot with uh this cop who keeps catching john cusack doing pretty illegal things um there's a lot of side quests that you just don't care about yeah and so i was just like i don't understand what all these things are for him or who these people are to him Mm -hmm. right like the biggest thing that they kept kind of threading through was like the strip club manager that there was that he wanted to be romantically involved with her, but she she doesn't. Yeah. He's like, and she she has a picture because she has a, an affair with uh, the congress guy, right, or the like yeah. senator, or whatever the fuck. So there's a picture that someone else is holding, um, for blackmail. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, right? But she doesn't have the picture for blackmail. Someone else does. So she wants the picture back. Yeah. So he goes to another strip club, just walks in there, goes into the office, gets the picture, and then gives it back to her. And I'm like, was that easy? Like, everything in this movie, just, so you just easy. walk in. Yeah. Everything is really easy. And so from there, she's like, oh, thank you. That was, you know, what do you want? Do you want money? Do you want these things? He goes, no. It's like, why'd you do it? And then she's like, oh, because you're in love with me. Oh, I guess you want something in return. And I was uh-huh. like, that's kind of s- sleazy. Yeah. And he goes, No, I just no. And and then she's like, Oh, no. He goes, Oh. She doesn't say you're in love with me first. She goes, Oh, I guess you want something in return. Mm-hmm. And then when he says no, she goes, Oh, then you love me. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's quite the leap to make. It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's very weird and I didn't understand that little storyline. Everything was so easy to walk into. Yeah. There was um it's everything seemed like a video game where you could just walk into random buildings and no one is alarmed that you're there. They're just like, hello. And they start telling you about fucking life. Yeah. And you know, again, 
Yeah, Cusack is like the mob lawyer, so everyone in the town knows who he is. Yeah. So I guess he could just walk into places, but how does he know all of these? Well, I guess he would know. Yeah. I guess, whatever. But just the whole time I was like, it doesn't, like, like, I kept trying to think about how this would, like, fit in the, in the, uh, the cinematic universe, right? Yeah. And so I was like, and I kind of came to this realization that, like, oh, I think John looks like the Cusack that I want is the Cusack in dark suits, mm-hmm. right? Because like again, sexy point, suit. <laughs> again, like gross point blank is like my number one, right? One mm-hmm. of my number ones. And so I was like, oh, so is this supposed to be Martin Blank grown up? Nah, sort of disillusioned with things. Nah, because Martin Blank, I think he's cool no matter what he does. This dude was just like nervous and anxious about everything. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think this could be uh, his character from Identity, the limo driver. Mm, Okay. Where he's just like, before he fucking ran away with the money and ran away with Oliver Platt, he was <laughs> a, a, a lawyer, and then he lied about being a cop. Or, you know, it's it really is that character from Identity, and he's just making shit up. Yeah. But there's this one scene that I wanted to talk about, and I think it's one of the best scenes in the movie. And it like if we really dig enough, that's going to be the thing that we could connect with for the rest of this movie. And it's that scene of... John Cusack talking to his ex-wife's new husband, which oh. is his former friend, yeah. which is quite the, the the journey to understand who this person is. Um, and then the whole time they're they're talking and they end up talking about like their life. And they, they they get to the the topic of regret, and then John Cusack talks about regret. Uh, he talks about how his dad was this this very uh, straight laced guy. He did everything by the book. He's very honest. He went to church every weekend. Uh, he devoted in every election, not just the primaries. And he had this twin brother who did the exact opposite lifestyle. But they died unrelated deaths within a day of each other. And his whole yeah. thing was... And they both died young. Died young and then all unrelated. And the whole thing was that you like it doesn't matter what you do. There's no point in regret because it, it essentially it is what it is. Yeah. Well, there's there's two things that Cusack says, right? Or the character says, like, it's like, I don't believe in regret. And then the other one is, um, it's futile to regret. And so that idea of, like, he lives his life with the expectation of not having any regret. Right? But he's full of regret in the entire movie. He's full of regret. And, like, if anything, this movie shows that like Cusack's character, Charlie is his name? Charlie. Charlie is full of regret, you know? Like, if anything, this movie is about how he is filled with regret and he's trying to get one last chance to fix things in his life before he totally uh, pieces out, you know? Fix things with his kids one last time before he fucking dips out forever and is always uh, a terrible dad. Um, okay, so it's... that's the thing that you kind of expect of this, right? Like, this is his swan song before he skips town with mm-hmm. his newfound money. It's all of these things, right? You come to find out that he he does have two children. One's, like, maybe a preteen and the other one's fairly young. 
mm-hmm. um he has an ex-wife he has all these things and you're like oh he's there he's still there to make amends with them right because again it's christmas eve and somehow he ends up at his ex's in-laws place for mm-hmm. dinner even though he doesn't really participate mm-hmm. and the son his son says hates like him. <laughs> absolutely hates, hates him. him and is like what's the point of you being here why and then kind of yells at his little sister and is like why are you being nice to him he's such a jerk mm-hmm. and she's he's like i'll see you tomorrow and he's like no you no you won't you never come see us and all this stuff right he knows he's not going to see him tomorrow. Why did he say that? Yeah, and he says, I'll be here tomorrow. I'll give you presents. And, like, the son's like, you never give us presents. Like, it's it's all of these things. And so, like, you're like, oh, maybe it's a redemption arc for him before he skips town. No. Like, last-ditch effort. No, he does nothing. Yeah. Right? And you're like, oh, maybe it's for him to confess his love for this, like, woman and sweep her away. And it's not even really that. Nope doesn't even really say anything about that so it's just like the fuck is this movie yeah about right which it's just like a lot of like what is this movie what's the mark it's trying to hit because this movie is classified as a dark comedy and i i don't get that term because i think it's either comedy or it's not and then we looked up dark comedy movies and then most of those movies aren't funny. They don't seem like dark comedies to us. Yeah. Like on that list, it was like what? American Psycho, Fight Club. Someone's um, like Get Out. I was like, Get no. Out. <laughs> yeah. Harold and Mott. I was just like, all these movies that I don't see as dark comedies. Comedy. You know? But the thing, the thing that, or the movie that we both considered dark comedy is Fargo. Yeah. We think that's a dark comedy, but there's yeah. no other movie like Fargo. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and then when we're looking at the list of like, oh, what other people, and again, these are like the same movies that come up on several different lists because we looked up, looked up a bunch of that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so I guess the only criteria for a dark comedy is that it's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and like, because in the sense of comedy, yeah. this is not funny. There are moments oh, where God, I'm like, no. there, this might play funny for someone, but it doesn't play funny for me. Like, yeah. there's this scene where they're disposing of a body uh, at the docks. It's John Cusack and Billy Bob. They have this uh, mob hitman after him. So they, they they manage to trap him in this trunk. They're trying to dispose of the body. Uh, John's worried that Billy Bob is going to kill him after the dispo- they dispose of the body. So there's a lot of tension there. Finally, the, the hitman is dead. Uh, Billy Bob is in, like, the, the ice water. And then he's just scared, begging John Cusack not to leave him there and it's kind of revealed that he was indeed gonna kill and betray john or charlie after they got they disposed of the body yeah john cusack walks away and he's like please come back man then you hear footsteps and he's just like hey i knew you'd come back for me you're you're a good guy you you wouldn't let me die alone and he's just like john cusack responds he's like you're right i won't let i'm I, i didn't want you to die alone so he chugs billy bob's dead wife into the water after him yeah and, and just it's, like, it's pretty huh. eluded that billy bob shot his wife in the head yeah so you're just like huh and, and I, was, I was like i was watching that and i was like oh yeah i was like oh it's not cute yeah i was like this is so this movie's it's not dark enough we're like this is like a serious legit like really good noir film 
it's elements of it there, but it's not a full on noir movie, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's they say it's a dark comedy, but it's not really funny. So in that regard, it's just dark, but not dark enough to be a like a really good crime noir. So it's just like the in between. You know, yeah. like we, we love John Cusack, obviously, because we have a podcast called Cusack to the Future. But one of the things that we felt was wrong with this movie was just that like his character didn't fit. Yeah. Um it just because he just felt out of place like the entire time and i guess like that that's what they were trying to do too is like oh here's this ambiguously moral yeah like guy but i was like cusack has played ambiguously moral guys before and and felt right within the movie like martin blank ambiguously moral guy he was like perfect in it right Mm -hmm. yeah like this is just like a worse version of martin blank i'm sorry (laughs) But like he, he's this morally ambitious, like ambiguous guy who felt awkward in situations. Yeah, you know. And here you're just like, it's the same note, but it's it doesn't fit in the bigger piece. Mm. And then while I was doing research after, like, after the movie, I found out that this character was original because this is written by Harold Ramis, and I guess he originally offered this part to Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, See, when you say it, it it was a part built for Bill Murray, then yeah. It 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 fits. It makes more sense. Yeah, because like Bill Murray and like Groundhog Day, right? Mm-hmm. Or Lost in Translation. Like those were okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You you buy that. You're like, okay, that's 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 good. So is this Cusack doing his best Bill Murray? I don't think so, because he it's not like he incorp like I don't think he was trying to do a Bill Murray impression. Oh no. But from but... like it, it to me Bill it just role. Yeah, a Bill Murray role. But it just seemed like they imagined this for Bill Murray. He never responded. They gave it to John, but they didn't make the proper adjustments to make this seem more like for John, mm-hmm. which I, I I guess it's not really a writing thing where you have to adjust your piece for the actor, but there was just a disconnect there. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just like a a poorly fitted suit for you know for oh. everything else and it just it's not a sexy suit like we've talked about several <laughs> times throughout this episode okay okay so i don't know like would you recommend this movie to people i would recommend parts i feel like definitely the monologue when he's or yeah when he's talking to the guy um, his friend yeah, or whatever friend. in the car and i think one of the only fight scenes right is that the only fight scene i think so yeah there's there's a fight scene that's fairly good towards the end because of how realistic it is because mm-hmm. john gets stabbed in the foot yeah oh yeah i love that scene and then immediately like just drops and then the next scene or the next he's, time they pant him he's like pale he's pale and he's just like he tries to wrap his fingers around the knife to pull it out but it's like everyone does that in movies where they get stabbed they whip that they thing right out i'm like you that's hard that's stressful you know <laughs> like and then john in this movie had a very, very real reaction where he tried to wrap his hands around the knife he squeezed just couldn't get it out he tried it was yeah. very difficult you know because that's what i would do yeah <laughs> well because they also and this is like non-related but i think of like you know when people get tattoos people say like the foot anywhere near the foot is like the most one of the most painful places mm-hmm. 
and I they always say like oh I I almost passed out or like I stopped halfway through and was like don't ever touch me again like so yeah. I was like seeing it and again like I have such a thing about like f- foot trauma like uh-huh. anytime I see anybody step on a nail like yeah. I just freak out um yeah. and like <laughs> you know like uh home alone great movie until that one part just <laughs> stab right through <laughs> and and then like you know a quiet place awesome movie until that one part where i was just like why is it always gotta be feet man why are yeah. you gonna fuck up feet S- sensitive and also like for anyone listening and they're just like ah i, I, I can pull a knife out and me when <laughs> i no you can't <laughs> like don't lie like the other day i had a band-aid on my leg and then like <laughs> I, I freaked out because like, oh no, there's three hairs stuck on the band-aid. <laughs> so I hopped in the shower, got it wet, and then ripped it out. <laughs> so don't, don't lie to don't me lie. or yourself. You and say, lie to kick it. Yeah, just, just admit it. That fucking getting stabbed is hard. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's such a rough scene. Like, all of this is happening, like, the girl and, like, the mob boss are fighting at this point. And they're doing a really good fight. And John's over here, like, crouched in the corner, trying to grab a bullet, but he can't because his foot is fucking knifed to the floor. floor. And then when he makes any progress, the mob boss comes over and then steps more on the knife. And I'm just like... That's fucking brutal. Like, at this point, like, I'm in the corner of the fucking room, just, like, clenching because that just looks so painful. Yeah. Yeah, and then they fuck it up at the end. But I mean, it was a good, it was a good fight. It was scene. a good, it was a good fight as well, choreographed. Um, <laughs> there was some stupid brutal. parts in the beginning and in the end, but the rest of it yeah. was great. Um, Overall, it was a good scene. So there's scenes like that. I think is just like yeah. nuggets or islands of good moments and scenes, and then you're like, "That's awesome! You should watch this." Yeah. And then there's like 37 minutes of like. <laughs> things happening you're like i'm just watching john cusack run chores on christmas eve yeah so i mean there was like parts where yeah it was like side quest chores stuff like it wasn't even mm-hmm. like funny moment there was like i didn't feel like there was any funny moments i didn't feel like it was dark i just felt like the whole movie was sad it was a sad yeah. movie <laughs> yeah and so it's... yeah mm. And there is a way to do side quests and make it interesting. Like, refer to season two of Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so there's a a way to do good side quest stories. Yeah. This isn't one of them. No. So. I just. Yeah. I I mean, if you want to watch it, we ain't going to stop you. You, you I mean. All. (laughs) But I think, like for me, I was just expecting. I don't know what I was expecting. Actually, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try something different today, Grace. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have. Uh, I'm gonna name a movie, and I'm gonna say whether you'd rather watch this movie or that movie, like oh. in comparison <laughs> to, like. But it's gonna all gonna be movies that we've talked about on the show. Okay. So I'm uh, this movie or Max. Max. Really? For me, it's uh, this movie. This movie. Yeah. I think I just liked Max in the sense of it was just like C- Cusack's character me, to me was more interesting in Max than this. Okay. Right. Uh, this or Love and Mercy? Love and Mercy. This or 2012? This. This or Bullets Over Broadway? Bullets Over Broadway. 
Fists or identity? Oh. I think I'd have to say this one. This or Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil? Half of Midnight. (laughs) (laughs) This or Tape Heads? Tape Heads. This or the last 30 minutes of Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil? This. This or The Raven? I think I'd actually want to watch The Raven more. Hmm. All right. The other (laughs) ones are easy grand slams. What about me? What about you? Like This or The Raven? Um, this. This or Garden of Evil. Good. Garden of Evil. Yeah. Um, identity over this. Uh, eight men out over this. Tape heads over this. This must or must love, love dogs. Yeah, I was gonna say must love dogs. Um. Oh God, that one's a hard one to do. Uh, I think I like this better than must love dogs. Really. Maybe. This is a that's a hard one for me. I don't remember I, Must Love Dogs. I remember, remember we were like, like it needs more dogs, it needs more Cusack. Yeah. But this okay. you have a lot of Cusack, but is it a good Cusack? Mm, okay. Well it wasn't a necessarily good Cusack in Must Love Dogs. That's true. Either. So I don't know. I okay, I know this is not right. But <laughs> For whatever reason, I'm looking back at Must Love Dogs, and I was like, Jack Black's in it. I was like, no, he's not. That's High Fidelity. But then I was like, he had a comedic sidekick. And I was like, but it wasn't Jack Black. And now I'm thinking about scenes. It's not scenes from High Fidelity, but I'm imagining new scenes (laughs) that has John Cusack and Jack Black. And I'm like, I don't think they've ever worked together. And also, I'm a thousand percent sure this is made up. Why yeah, you're 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 effectively creating fan fiction right now. Then you're you're headcanning stuff. I'm making things better. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm just gonna make this movie better in my head. Yeah, and it has more Cusack and a sprinkle of Jack Black, <laughs> and maybe Grugo is there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, you know, oh, honestly, God. I'm just waiting for Cusack to show up in Star Wars. That's all I want. Oh my God! Can you? Okay, <laughs> this is get... all right. So now that we played that one game, let's make it even. Like, let's keep going. If you could have John Cusack in one of your fandoms, what oh. would you have him in, and as what role? Oh, oh, uh, what? <laughs> now I'm starting to think of like I can't remember any of the fandoms. I have. <laughs> Except for Star Wars, I think I want to see him as a as a villain in Star Wars. Really? As, as one of the Imperial. As like yeah. an Imperial officer. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. I think so because I don't. Do you see him as like a rugged town mayor? Because he's not going to be a bounty hunter. No. Well, he. Could, I think he could be a, a mayor. Like a charming mayor who's just like we already had that, and he was too pretty. That's true. We don't need any of like nice mayor sheriffs anymore. That's true. No pretty, no pretty sheriffs. Oh, I'd want him to be like a mob boss in like Gotham. Mm. See, okay, so we do want him in like. I just want him to be a bad guy. Bad guy, right? Yeah, like I'm still hoping. 
no spoilers, guys. We're the ones who do spoilers. You can't spoil things to us. But I still want Utopia for him to be just yeah. like no, I was evil scientist too. Lex Luthor. Yeah. I was thinking about that too. Like, oh, if he's not a bad guy in Utopia, then then what would he be? And I don't know if I would want him to be that moral ambiguous or that guy that's like, oh, I just want the world to be better. So I'm doing all of these things to make the world be better. And like, oh, okay. That's what's starting to make me mad. It's always like, oh, it's he's kind of bad. He's morally ambiguous. Just let him be bad, guys. Let him yeah. be bad. <laughs> let yeah. Kisak be bad. Yeah. Because I think, I think the appeal of like why Gross Point Blank works for me is because he already knows that he doesn't have a moral compass. Moral flexibility, which yeah. I love. Because he's just like, yeah, I don't care. Pay me enough yeah. and I'll, I'll be fine with it. Yeah. But... And even then, like towards the end, it's like, oh, I'm still, if you still pay me enough, <laughs> yeah. I'm just not going to kill my girlfriend's dad, right? Yeah. So. But, see, okay. So we do want him as a bad guy. I, we do all, you, I want him as a bad guy. Do you want him in the MCU? I do not. I don't think because he can handle that. I, th- I think he, I don't think he wants that. As much not money as he'd make. No. He, I think he'd be mad at that, like. That he doesn't want to be feverish an rate of like all the quips in the MCU. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to see him surrounded by that. That'd be frustrating. Yeah. Well, he he's already said a bunch of shit about has about he superhero movies. Yeah, I don't want to know. <laughs> he's just not a fan of them. Okay, and and I have to admit there has been some significant oversaturation, especially yeah. going into Phase Four, right? But. No, I, I, even if he didn't say all these things, I don't want him in like superhero kind of world, but I definitely do think him as an Imperial would be kind of interesting. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Cause I don't see him in Star Trek. As like a like I, <laughs> Admiral. I'd, yeah. I'd be like, and eh, doesn't fit him. Like yeah. he's, he can't be the next Picard. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't but, know. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. What else would he like? Where would he fit? I'm trying so hard to imagine what kind of character he could play in Ninja Turtles. I can't think of anything. Oh, can you imagine like a young John Cusack playing Casey Jones? Oh, uh, does that work? I'm trying to imagine. I still it. think he has baby face for that. Yeah, because you want Casey to be kind of rugged. That's Not true. Not that John can't be rugged, but I'm just like, eh. that's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's very pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, no, so but pretty, I think, man. <laughs> I think if we were going to put him, then that's maybe where he can be a mayor, too, or, like, some type of, like, authoritative figure. That I don't yeah. know if they would fight against him or he would just be there, but I definitely see him as, like, like knowing the turtles exist. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, a friend of the turtle, you know? <laughs> I'm still but. trying to imagine him as young, young Cusack as young Casey Jones. No, it doesn't. I'm work. trying to force it to make it, it work. It's too pretty. But... How that goes? I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm daydreaming about that for a few days. <laughs> Start up that fan fiction, yo. Yeah. See, but I don't know. Like, I, I think in terms of like how we know he plays or picks certain movies and the roles that he's in. I don't think he necessarily lends himself to be something in a cinematic universe, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it'd be cool if he was in Star Wars, but that's just our geeky little hearts in there. I don't know yeah. if people would be okay with that because it's just like he's not that like 
at some point like at some point especially now he's like the indie darling right or not mm-hmm. really a darling but like he's like trying to do movies that like push him in certain mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. right that's why he was like i'm going to china fuck you guys yeah and so yeah i think he just takes roles that like are so ecl- eclectic mm-hmm. right like he doesn't want to be bogged down as one thing that's true right? even though like we're always going to hold him to that like the Pete Cusack standard, yeah. right? That, that like... boombox wielding <laughs> love in his eyes, Cusack. Yeah. And I mean, like, that was, you know, that was a phase in his life, and that's awesome. And there's a ton of other phases in his life. And I think this is like him going, like, oh, what would it be like if, if, if I was a regretful, mo- like, lawyer? Yeah. Like a mob lawyer. Like, what would that mean for me? Like, I think he played it fine. But I think the role, again, was not written for him. And I, I think, like, people didn't necessarily cater to his style. Because I think there could have been, like, there was rain in here, but no yelling. Yeah, no yelling. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm I'm like, well, and again, like, what does a, a mob lawyer kind of entail? Because, like, the whole time I was like, he has to have some type of edge to him because he's a lawyer for the mob. Yeah, and he has this right? power, but he seemed very uncomfortable with the power that he yeah. wielded. Like, the respect of, like, yeah, I work for so-and-so. Yeah. But I am here to get shit done. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I work for him. I don't respect him. I steal from him. Blah, blah, blah. Like, the whole time I'm thinking, like, he has to have a weapon. He has to know how to shoot a gun. He mm-hmm. has to, like, at least have, like, some type of a uh, sharp object. Like, I, like, a pocket knife. Anything. And, like, yeah. he doesn't know how to fight. He's doesn't is reluctant to hold a gun and freaks out when anyone has guns around him. Yeah. Like he shakes when he has to use a gun. And so I'm just like, Oh, like this is a very interesting it's an interesting portrayal of him, but it's I don't know if they meant to like try and humanize him in a way, or if they're trying to do like oh, this is just some guy who the only work he could get was to be this like mob lawyer yeah right because i mean it alludes to like his his life before like he had a good life he had a a wife with two kids he worked at a certain firm and and then he didn't want that life anymore yeah right or like things in his life just didn't go the way he planned i don't know because like it's revealed life of regret yeah no it's 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 definitely a life of regret of like choosing the woman he was with and choosing to have a family with her because he does nothing with this family like the one the one thing that they try to do is like oh he buys like toys at a gas station last minute for him to live underneath the tree but he steals his wife's bmw yeah and so it's it's just i don't know this movie was very interesting but it again like I don't know what I was expecting. I, I I kind of did expect it to be a comedy. Yeah, I thought it would be funnier, especially that I knew it was directed, written by Harold Ramis. Yeah. Directed or written, I'm not too, I'm sorry. Didn't do enough research there. Yeah. But um, <laughs> definitely expected less boobs. Yeah, oh, that was just uh, up front. More yelling in the rain. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I thought there's a version of this movie if like they they started this movie with the vision of this being John Cusack. Like I think Harold Ramis and John Cusack would have killed it, you know, where it's just like mm. a John Cusack version of, of this character 
going out, getting all of his last regrets out of the way before he starts this new life. And there's like that might have been a more interesting movie than the one that we got, you yeah, know. But maybe there's some good stuff in this movie, like we talked about. Um, but overall, it's uh, kind of far in between. Yeah, so, I don't know if I would recommend it to people in general. I'm just like, hey, you should really see this junkie second game. Be like, eh, sure, if yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah, I'd recommend it to people, but I don't know who I'd recommend it to. Okay. Because, like, I don't like recommending it to people because they always try and, like, read too much into it. Like, why are you recommending this to me? I don't know. Just mm-hmm. watch it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about it with you. But uh, this is not one that I will be recommending to people anytime soon. But yeah. if you do want to watch it, it's on NBC it's Peacock on again. Not sponsored, yeah, because we're too busy promoting our Teespring, which has a bunch of merch. So if you're <laughs> cold this holiday season, because it is Christmas time, bundle up with a nice sweater that says, "I'm a plant some bitch of our now." Catchy, there you go. I'm a plant <laughs> bitch now. Some of our catchy catchphrases or John's favorite uh, phrase: "Sit better, poo gentle." You know, <laughs> give it as a Christmas gift because, like this movie don't go to a gas station to buy your kids a present go to our teespring and buy him a sweater t-shirt and or uh whatever else is on that teespring do we have masks yet i have they don't have a mask option i'm still trying to figure that out oh, okay yeah. yeah but um because i would wear one that said i'm a plant bitch now really i i don't think i'd wear a mask that says sit better poo gentle <laughs> oh no we're not we're not making masks to that one or, <laughs> if you guys really want it but i yeah, will not be, we'll make it an option just i will not be donning that one yeah but we're working on it um yes. yeah this was technically a christmas movie i do love christmas movies um i even have this weird thing where i like classifying movies that aren't christmas movies as christmas movies you're a diehard because... christmas person aren't you yeah, I already watched it December 1st. <laughs> <laughs> um, so much so that people know that I love Die Hard for Christmas. The yeah. Last year for Christmas, my stepdad got me that uh, this uh, sweater that says, uh, I have a machine gun now, ha ha, or ho 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 ho, like you did in the movie. <laughs> yeah. and it's one of my favorite things. But um, I was, I, I, part of me was hoping that this would be good enough to be like in my Christmas oh. rotation. Uh, it wasn't, but um, what can you do? Um, I mean, Cusack doesn't have that many Christmas movies, which is surprising to me. Like, I feel like there should be more Christmas movies with Cusack. Yeah, like but we only... we Googled it. It's this one. It's Anastasia, Serendipity, and Anastasia. And Anastasia, like those three. And I was just like, there have to be more. I feel like there needs to be more. Yeah. So Hollywood, get on that. Hollywood get on that we are still undecided what we're gonna do for the next movie there there has been talk of uh making it a christmas month and just doing christmas movies and then for the last week of december we do whatever the fuck we want yeah (laughs) you know like how we usually yeah like we need to tell you guys we were watching this leading into it because we didn't even know what we were gonna do so surprise yeah well it's also like oh hey next week's a holiday what (laughs) yeah what what do you mean it's a holiday? Yeah, it's it's a holiday. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, right. Black yeah. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Which I wanted to ask you, like, how is your, your shopping going? Uh, I got most of my Black Friday shopping for other people done. Yeah. Uh, thanks, sales. Uh, but now I am thinking of buying my present. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's been a rough year. 
I might have bought myself tons of presents this year, but this is Christmas, and I love Christmas, and I love me. It's the season of giving, and, like, they say, like, giving presents is the best feeling, and what better feeling to give yourself a present. Yeah, I know a better feeling, getting a present from yourself that you absolutely love. (laughs) So I've been thinking of getting myself uh, a a record that I want, this LP of Batman the Animated Series. No, um, you, you're not thinking. You're going to get it. Um, have I talked about me collecting records on the show? You've hinted at it. Yeah, so this is all for research, guys. I'm doing this just so I can get into character for the High Fidelity episode. Yeah, we're, um, we're getting our record collections. We're getting our, 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 uh, our Rob on. But. Yeah. How but about you? you? Are Are you getting ready for... Did you do Black Friday stuff, or how are you doing with Christmas? No, this was, I think, the first stuff? the first year that I didn't do Black Friday, small Saturday, small business Saturday stuff. Because um, mm-hmm. usually I do, I don't necessarily do Black Friday stuff. Um, the last time I did it was like twenty sixteen, and I just mm-hmm. went to the mall and just bought clothes at Cotton On. <laughs> yeah. Right, but like, um, I usually don't do Black Friday stuff just because it kind of, um stressful it's stressful right (laughs) so when i lived or when i would visit my parents back in my hometown like literally nothing to do in this very tiny farm town so i would just go to target after i ate because target would be open at three o'clock on thanksgiving so like i would just go into target and just get a bunch of movies Mm -hmm. movies are so cheap at walmart and targets yeah they're like two three two to five dollars right so i just got a bunch of five dollar movies all the time um and and just built my movie collection that way but i got uh lord of the rings on blu-ray for 10 bucks for the trilogy have you watched it yet no of course not <laughs> see this is the thing listeners is that we've been trying to get john to watch lord of the rings forever yeah. like yeah. literally the other day my roommate mark and i just sat down and watched lord of the rings and the hobbit Really? Just cause? Just it That's was a commitment. Like I walked out and he had it on, and I was like, "Oh, hey, cool! I'll sit down." And I was like, "I'm gonna eat," and then just sat there and watched the movie with him. I was just like, "Oh man, the Hobbit!" Which Lord of the Rings? What do you mean? Wait, which you didn't Lord like of the Hobbit? Rings? <laughs> Isn't there like three of them? Yeah. So you watched all of them, and then I the watched Hobbit? all of them. We watched we watched the Hobbit first, and I was just like, okay. "Man, the Hobbit is it's not as exciting to me because it's like okay, you had." the fellowship that you were in Lord of the Rings that was at, that you were attached to. Right. Mm-hmm. And then in the Hobbit, it's like, here's all these fucking dwarves that immediately die. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, Oh, I don't care about them. Oh, yeah. okay. Shucks. But yeah. So at least, or okay, not, cause I haven't seen, dwarves? I haven't seen clearly or obviously lord of the rings or the hobbit so at least they didn't try and like all those characters because i did see part of fellowship so you know they have like the archer guy the 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 archer guy wow yeah yeah not 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 hawkeye um legolas Legolas. yeah legolas so they have archer guy they have uh offended they have (laughs) the guy who would eventually become king Aragon, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I should stop. I'm just pissing off people. Now. No, it's fine. It just makes me laugh. Like you, 
I think that I'm was trying. The, the point of several several opinions within our friend group that you have not seen Lord of the Rings. It's Does just, anyone have my back? <laughs> <laughs> or is it just varying levels no, of, it's not that. of just like, God damn it, John. <laughs> no, it's just like we're just, you know, like everyone has their fandoms and you are not of the fantasy fandom and that's fine. It's just surprised. It surprised a lot of us. Yeah. And then we were just like, we're still trying to plot how you can come over and then we will make you watch all 16 hours. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but you um, own it, John. Yeah, I own it. I'm like, I <laughs> I make a lot of regrettable decisions, just like Cusack talks about in this movie. But how mad does it make you guys that I've seen Tenet and not any Lord of the Rings in completion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tenet. Okay. So we saw Tenet, guys. Um <sighs> We rented out a theater. Uh, 20 of our closest friends uh, excitedly went to the theater and 20 of our friends unexcitedly left that theater. And again, we followed all the precautions of the pandemic. Bringing in your snack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we had masks on. We all stayed co- more than six feet apart in that theater because we had the whole theater to ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah, and like masks on social distancing a lot of sanitation so we were you know but we watched Tenet. (laughs) i have to say that i almost like i straight up walked out of that movie and was debating on whether or not coming back into tenant and i was just like who did you say died in tenant um the one who didn't die the protagonist movie his name is protagonist no one gave no one fucking went to the doctor after giving birth and said yes i'll call him protagonist no christopher nolan it's not how this works but i went to the bathroom or and or get beer like three times during that movie and then the fourth time where i got up like and just walked out of the theater i didn't have to get beer and or go to the bathroom I just needed to get up and leave. No, there was quite a few of us. Like, I was, like, I was really trying. I was really trying. And then, like, it got to one point, and I was like, I don't give a shit. I got up. I left without telling anybody. Right? Mm-hmm. And then that's I what was, I normally do. Yeah, no. So <laughs> no, we, we, we saw a bunch of people just get up and leave and then come back, you know, 15 minutes later. Like, like I went, and I was like, oh. I think I'm hungry because I didn't get any food in before. We, we were supposed to meet up in the parking lot and bring food to eat, but none of us did that. Um, I did. I was trying oh, yeah, down you a had triple food. whopper. Fuck, you had food. No one else did. But um, <laughs> so I went out and I was like, hey, the concessions are open. I'm going to get a very large slur- slushy, slurpee, whatever they call it. Um, I'm trying to think which one's 7-Eleven now. Slushy? Slushy is 7-Eleven. Slurpee is everywhere else, right? doesn't matter you were saying i'm sorry i I, I was like squishy squishy Squishy. Uh, (laughs) but i was i you know like i walked in there and or yeah i went in there and i was like jowie our friend somehow got was it chocolate covered gummy bears yeah what the fuck did he pull out a bag of chocolate covered bears and said he bought it there so i was like searching for these gummy bears they were not there and i'm like this motherfucker bought the last bag and didn't share with anyone or jowie's a liar or he bought, in, Jowie. he bought in his stuff. Like, hey, Jowie, yeah. how are you? But I was like, oh, I want gummy bears. <laughs> so I went there, and I was like, oh. and you can't touch anything. So I couldn't even get my own Slurpee. So I was like, hey. And the guy's like, you want Really? Yeah, they, they get it for you now. 
there is one person working the concessions. And so I was like, hey, can I get a large pop or I don't even know if it was a large popcorn. I was like, can I just get a popcorn? And like and he's like, Okay, do you want a drink? And I was like, eh, he goes, Do you want a do you want a slushy? They're like, Yeah. And he goes, Okay. And then so he walks across with me and then he goes, Do you want to mix it? I was like, You're amazing, dude. Mix it. You yeah. said red, blue, a little bit of red. Finish off in blue and then red again. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what he was doing. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna mix it for you." And he went like it was like a DJ. He was going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, "Cool, man, thanks." And then he's like, "Do you want me to get you any candy or anything?" So like, you can't touch anything. You know, interesting because germs. So he was like my personal shopper in the concession. <laughs> you had a butler. I wish I did it now. <laughs> well, didn't they do that to you? No, because I didn't buy anything. I just had beer oh, and they poured me oh, beer. You just got beer, okay. I just got beer. Fuck, I wish I did that yeah. now. And then like I realized like it was a lot cheaper than usual. I should have gotten a hot dog and a pretzel. How much was it for a popcorn and Slurpee? Dude, it was like seven bucks. Really? Oh my god, can we go back? <laughs> and not so watch Tenet? It was so cheap. I was like, I'm confused. Like, do I give you more money? Do I give you yeah. a tip? Because <laughs> they told, like, I was like, did you charge me for, like, smaller sizes or something? Yeah. But, yeah, so I did that, and then I was, like, drinking my Slurpee and eating outside. And then I was like, <laughs> I guess I should go back yeah. and share my shit. So then I came back and shared it. <laughs> but Mark yeah. did the same thing. Like, he left, he had a hot dog, and then he Googled the movie to understand it more. <laughs> And then came and back, came back more confused. <laughs> but yeah, everyone was just getting up, leaving for like 10 minutes, coming back. I left like three times. I was like, I'm not going to understand anything else in this movie. It's fine. All right. So, Grace, would you rather watch Tenet? That's or what this? I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> this or Tenet? And I'm like, this. This multiple times. Okay. So, this. No. Okay. So, Tenet or this. And then right after you watch the last 30 minutes of In the Mar- uh, Garden of Good and Evil. Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. I think I just, you know, fuck all of that. High fidelity. <laughs> I know. I don't know. You don't have, you're not in charge of me. I watch what I want. <laughs> I'm just very excited to watch High Fidelity. I just want to watch records. It's on streaming. A streaming platform. I think it's HBO Max or Hulu. But it, it was might, there, well, and I was no, just like... The show oh. is on Hulu. Really? Okay, so it must be HBO Max then. I think the show is on Hulu, which we are eventually going to watch one day. Yeah. Um, the High Fidelity series that is now canceled. Which, yeah. you know, people, again, mixed results when you when you redo... Magic. A, a, yeah. But it's also, like, mixed results when you replace the character with, like, a... Like woman of color who is also bisexual like that's gonna obviously piss people off no and i'm like does it matter it's it's zoe like we love her right yeah we love her she's great she's, i'm she's cat woman <laughs> see i get it's i i'm also wary of like remakes or redos but i'm also excited to see how they try to not uh try to uh adhere it to either today or they try to change the character because i don't like redos that are exact like what is the fucking point we already have the original right so like i was excited to find out like number one they're making like one of my favorite movies and one of my favorite books into a series 
with like a queer woman of color as as the main and i'm like fuck yeah do that let me see what that yeah. looks like i'm not going to compare it to the original because it's not the original yeah right and i you know people are going to gatekeep that movie and to to an extent john did too where he was yeah. just like why are you guys redoing this like it's already made and i get yeah. that like that was yeah. his work right like someone yeah. is saying oh let's take your work and make it quote unquote different and it's like nah. yeah. but I I think I think we should, or at least think, like yeah, talk I want about to. it as a whole versus like a series yeah. like we're doing with Utopia. Like we sit down, watch the whole series, and talk about it, which would be kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. I th- I think it would. Yeah, but um, we've moved way past uh, <laughs> whatever what was the move Ice Harvest. Uh, <laughs> like, God damn it! Um, well, you know us when we talk about other things. I don't care about ice harvest. So yeah. There you go. So we've listened to some people in the audience, and by one person, by some I mean one person who says we didn't talk about. We take, it takes us too long to talk about the movie, and we just randomly talk about stuff. So we oh, flipped. That's awesome! It. Hey, it's our podcast. So yeah. Also, yeah. Do, mind your business. Wipe your butt. <laughs> Better <laughs> but also sorry for being so mean please buy our merch <laughs> no, i'll sell we, it real quick yeah but it's also like we didn't want to just spend the whole time talking about the movie like we also want to talk about other things that the movie brings up for us and i think that's fine too yeah yeah it's our podcast we do what we want so we want to talk about mcribs and strippers so be it <laughs> Not probably at the same time, like strippers eating McRibs. But still, if we wanted to, we could. <laughs> but thanks for listening, listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. Thank you. I think that's it for this episode because clearly we're just talking about everything and nothing. But yeah. uh, until the next episode, uh, until the next one, I don't know what we're talking about yet. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. See you later. Do I usually say something? It's been so long. We took a break. <laughs> I don't know how I say goodbye anymore. You, yeah, you just kind of say thank you for listening. Oh, yeah. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that <laughs> yeah, notification exactly. bell. And I'll we'll see you guys next time. Do I say my name? I really don't know how to do this. <laughs> just, just end it, John. Just end it. Bye. Bye. There we go. That's what we're supposed to happen. Bye, guys. <laughs> John, uh, future John, uh, Grace theme song now. Ha <laughs> ha